Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. I'm your host, Corinne Benedict, and today we'll be visiting with Mule's head wrestling coach, Cody Garcia, and J.D. Culp. It's time now for Sports Page. Coach Garcia became head coach in April 2022 for the Mules after coaching seven seasons for the NAIA Wrestling Powerhouse at Baker University. While coaching at Baker, he coached 48 national qualifiers, 19 All-Americans, and five national champs. Before becoming a coach, Garcia was a wrestler for the University of Omaha and won two individual national championships. He was also a four-time All-American and academic All-American with a 147-18 college record, being the fourth highest number of the all-time career wins. Coach Garcia was included into the NWCA Jim Knock Division II Hall of Fame for his standout career at the University of Omaha. All righty, welcome, Coach. It is great to have you today. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. So you are quite the wrestler. How does being a successful wrestler impact your coaching style? Well, I think, you know, one, you got to have credibility with guys. Uh, I think that goes a long ways. Um, having an idea uh, what it looks like to be successful um, and, and really building off those things, right? I, I think you think about the things that helped you be successful, right? You try to build on those things. I'm not trying to necessarily coach from, you know, places where you're deficient or maybe uh, some of your regrets, right? Sometimes that, those negative things um, can have a negative impact on your coaching style, but you focus on me. What, what made this special for me? Um, and um, built into my journey, and I think that goes a long ways. No, that's awesome. So it seems like wrestling runs in your blood, um, family. Your dad was a successful wrestler here at UCM, correct? Yeah. So um, was it him who sparked your love to wrestle? Yeah, so, I mean, that was I grew up watching, you know, that 1982 national championship uh, match, right? It was ESPN2. We had it on a VHS. Uh, you know, I said, you know, I, was, I started wrestling in 1990. I was five years old. Um, watched that match uh you know, religiously growing up. Um, so it was one of those things, yeah, that was something. He was my high school coach. He was really my coach throughout my career. Um, and, and I think that dyna- that's not always an easy dynamic to be a coach for your son, um, but he did a tremendous job with it and really allowed me to just have a lot of ownership in my journey and, and built into my passion for it and right said, hey, these are the things that you need to be successful, and if this is what you want, here are the resources, go chase them down. That's awesome. Is he the reason you wanted to become a coach, or how did that all work out? Yeah, you know, and my mom actually was a gymnast here as well, so oh, awesome. um, and she was a high school g- gymnastics coach. So, yeah, I, I think, you know, when you have good coaches, I had, you know, my parents ha- had a lot of impact on that, a, a tremendous uh, college wrestling coach, Hall of Fame coach, you know, we said we won six national titles in eight years. I was up there as an athlete or coach. Um, and when you see the impact uh, that a coach can have, right, I think, you know, it empowers you to say, okay, is this something I feel like I've been called to do, right? This is my calling. This is how I want to serve this group. Um, and, and wrestling's a great outlet for that because I think there's a lot of parallels to life, uh, what wrestling asks and demands out of you. That's so cool. What did it feel like to be getting a position here with your parents' history? Yeah, it it was, uh, you know, I try to be pretty objective about most things I do, but um, I'd be lying if I didn't say there was a component of that, like, man, this is, this is neat, right? I can, I can be at a, you know, my dad's in the Hall of Fame here, um, you know, to kind of build on to his legacy and and build a program um, here that, you know, can hopefully be perennial powerhouse type deal um, that has that connection means a lot. Because again, that's, you know, my connection to wrestling is my dad. 
Um, so to be somewhere where he had a lot of success, you know, I, like I said, the program I wrestled, I was fortunate to win a couple individual national titles, and like I said, those those team titles. Um, but then they dropped the program, right? So uh, that's not a program anymore. So man, my heart's kind of in this, right? I'm not, you know, I, I don't compartmentalize. I'm not over here and over here, right? Like we're kind of all in right here. That's so cool. So how are you adjusting to your first fall season of coaching? It's been good. You know, it's it's an interesting dynamic again because you're talking about. Yeah, uh, an uh, incoming class of 24 guys, um, and so more incoming guys than returners. But everybody's new to me. You know, I, I got 42 guys that I've never worked with before. Uh, so, you know, trying to build those relationships, trying to figure out, you know, what makes them tick, uh, you know, where are some of the things they need to improve on. Uh, that's that's a lot of information to try to process this early. Uh, but I think they've done a good job, right? They, they have an idea, kind of the direction of the program, the vision we have. And uh, when you have more guys you have that buy in, the easier that gets. And you have a pretty young team for the most part, so that, is that playing a big factor in everything? It does. It does. It's you know we are fortunate we have some older guys that know what it takes. Um, they've kind of been in the trenches a little bit, uh, but I think you do design your program a little differently when you have young guys because you're trying to bring them along. Where maybe it's more of a hybrid, you know, high school slash college practice because you got so many young guys that do need to learn a little more technique and hopefully you know work in more individual work. Um, but, yeah, I think it's something you have to do, right? You, you adjust, you adapt uh, with everything you're doing. Are the veterans on the team doing a good job of helping you guide and, like, lead the team? Yeah, you know, we have a lot of, you know, coaches within the team, right? I think that's important. You, you know, you, you're going to talk with J.D., um, Derek, right, John. These, these are guys that have uh, been around the sport for a long time and have had, um, you know, stints in coaching, you know, and they, they've done individual stuff. They've, they've done things and, and coached, right? And it gives you just a little different perspective. I think you need that sometimes, and that's one of the best things you can do as an athlete is, right, if you can go back and teach people, if you can articulate moves to a six-year-old, right, like it helps you understand kind of why you do what you do. Uh, I think that goes a long ways. That's amazing. How have you prepared them for this coming season? Well, hopefully they just you're helping – build into their vision and their goals, right, the things that they want to accomplish, helping make those things resonate a little more, and then say, hey, if this is what you want to do, right, this is kind of the action plan. Um, I think that's one of the things, just that consistency day in, day out is probably the thing that's really going to get them there more than anything else. Uh, but I, I think, you know, hopefully, you know, our goal is to continue to build into their passion, show that they have a lot of autonomy in, in doing that and some ownership and Whatever their goals are, they can go chase them down. So you just kind of mentioned touching on their goals. What are some of your goals that you have set for the season? Well, you know, I, I a lot of times I don't try to make a whole lot of outcome goals. I think, you know, my goal is for us to get better each day, right? And I think if we put that many days together, we can do some special things. I think from a program standpoint, like things that we want to accomplish, I think, you know, we're we're in a position that, uh, you know, we've never had a top 10 team. Like, that's something we need to strive to do and then make it a consistent thing, right, where that's it's just the expectation is to be a top 10 team and then hopefully a top 5 team and um, wrestling for trophies. And those, those are things that, that you want to – and there's a lot – that's a, right, a byproduct of doing a lot of things right. And if we can do a lot of things right, we'll get there. And with having such a small team, it's almost beneficial to start out like this and then build your guys' way up to those – big goals right yeah and it, and it is stepping stones and I, I think they understand that but at, at the same time I told them it's like hey you know everybody keeps talking to me about hey what's three years from now five years and I think those are good realistic timelines um, but what about right now like being you know be where your feet are be present and let's make the most out of right now um, and I think you know we, we don't have to wait we, we can be intentional with 
what we're doing right now. And if we're doing that, um, we got a lot of days ahead of us to close the gap on some teams. So uh, you already had your first two tournaments. Mm-hmm. How did those go overall for you guys? They were they were good experiences, right? They they were learning opportunities for us. I thought we competed well. We battled. Um, that's what you want out of them, right? We can't. There's a lot of things you can't control in competition. The one thing you can control is your effort and attitude. And I thought they they did well with those things. Brought a good energy. Um, and I competed and scrapped and. And uh, we'll take care of the other stuff, right? I gotta, I gotta trust that this coaching staff can help develop and close the gap on some of that potential. Um, but right now, it's just, hey, can you go out there and compete, do difficult things, right? And, and trust your, you know, that you can kind of take a little bit of a challenge and, and rise to it. So, how are you after seeing them perform, helping to improve as a team? Uh, still, you know, looking at uh, getting more mat time, I think, again, because as you said, we're a young team, so we need more matches and we need more practice time. We need to be more intentional with our practice, and uh, technically we got to get better. You know, that's uh, that's one thing that everybody can always get. Like, I want to get better every day, um, and I think they have to fall in love with that process of getting better and be a little consumed with the process of getting better. Uh, and if they can do that, you know, they're, they're going to figure out how to accomplish some of those things. So, so far, what has been your favorite thing about coaching here at UCM? I th- really, I think it's just been, you know, my favorite thing with coaching always is, is those relationships and, and these guys just getting to know them better and seeing the things that they want to accomplish and seeing hope. Um, I think hope is a really important component of success. And I think, you know, uh, this program is is in a place that uh, I think they finally say, hey, why not us, right? Like, you know, you know I think it's been a struggle. Again, never been a top ten team. Um, but I think they see it like, hey, we can be kind of the, the group that um, jumps into that conversation. And, and I think that hope and that excitement, that ownership, uh, is something that you can build off of. And I feel like that passion from your athletes can get you guys so much further. Absolutely. Absolutely. It goes a long ways. So during your coaching career here, what do you hope your athletes will gain most from this program? Well, I, just, I mean, really, it comes down to having an exceptional experience. You know, I, I, th- I think in, at the end of the day, like, wrestling's going to be done. Um, what are you going to take? What kind of memories are you going to take from it? What, what type of things are you going to learn about yourself? What kind of characteristics are you going to develop and reveal in yourself through this process of, of chasing down goals and, and uh, going back compartmentalizing, not compartmentalizing anything you do, right? Being all in, making sure you're maximizing um, the gifts you've been given and, um, finding a passion with something else, right? They're going to be done wrestling. Maybe some of them still coach and stuff like that. And I'd love to see them give back. But, uh, again, ultimately you want them to leave here being you know, confident and competent in whatever is going to be next in life and, and having some great memories and great relationships that they can look back on. I don't ever look back and say, oh, I remember this match or that match. It's like, man, I remember these road trips. I remember the things that we had to do together to get better. Like Those are, those are the things that really resonate with you more than anything else. Well, that's so cool to hear. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Coach, and good luck for your first season. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us. us to intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices.
You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. J.D. Gulp is on the Mules wrestling team. J.D. is a native of Warrensburg, Missouri, and attended Warrensburg High School. In his high school wrestling career, he was a three-time Class 3 state placer. He is wrestling at weight class 157 at UCM. Alrighty, welcome, J.D. I appreciate you coming in to talk today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Okay, so we kind of just touched on this a little bit before we started this, but was wrestling in college always a goal of yours? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've been wrestling for a long time now, and I've always loved wrestling, and I wanted to, you know, compete at that high level, and college is the high level, so. That's awesome. He actually went seven years in the military and came back and started up his wrestling career again, which I find so amazing. That's, <laughs> talk, talk about passion. Yeah. Um, so I also saw that your townie of Warrensburg was wrestling at UCM, always your first choice? Uh, you know, I mean, as a kid, I always wanted to wrestle D1, you know, wrestle for Mizzou or whatever. But, right. you know, once uh, that wasn't really an option anymore, uh, like Mules was fantastic. You know, my families are from here. My grandpa graduated here. My, they, you know, so all this. So, <laughs> you know, just being able to represent the town and uh, wrestle for the mules, like, just kind of, it's pretty fulfilling. No, that's awesome. So with all that being said, what is your favorite thing about wrestling with this community? Uh, you know, just all the backing that I have, you know, from uh, wrestling from high school to now, like, and all the people in the community that I've, you know, grown relations with, like, uh, I feel like I have a lot of backing and I have a lot of uh, support. So just uh, having all that around me is uh, really nice. Very supportive community. That's cool. Yeah. Is being a college athlete what you expected it to be? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, you know, it's tough. Uh, everybody in the room's tough. Like you, you know, there's no just some guy Joe Schmo off the street coming in and trying to wrestle. You know, this is an actual team that uh, you know. Every time you strap it on, like you got to get after it. So it. It's been awesome. It's been so the awesome. competition level is definitely, like, the biggest difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the speed and just the intensity behind it, you know. You, if you start slacking off, like, you have four other people behind you just, like, chomping at the bit to get at you. So <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> A lot of pressure there. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> so with that, congrats on being runner-up in your weight class at the Dan Harris Open and beating a ranked wrestler. How has this set the tone for the rest of your season? You know, uh... I think it really just kind of puts other people on notice. Like, I, I've already had this uh, mindset and this tone that I'm going out there to win a title, and uh, that's just kind of a step forward to doing that is beating the next guy on that totem pole and uh, putting myself on that totem pole. So uh, it doesn't really change much for me. It's, you know, the same work, same uh, stuff I've been doing every day, but it just kind of puts other people on notice that I'm here and I'm, I'm here to compete. That's awesome. What are some of your goals? Win that title. Win you know? that title. Like I, I didn't, you know, stop my, you know, seven-year military right. career just to come here and mess around. Like I'm here to, you know, put in work, uh, do the right things, and you know, win. Like I get that wrestling career you've always wanted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so what advice would you want to give someone that wants to wrestle in college? Uh, I mean, 
the main thing is like everyone puts in you know uh, that extra amount right and so if you really feel like you're going to set yourself apart like you're going to have to put in even more work on top of like you know live in the moment don't don't sit there and just think well uh, high school's not going well so i'll just go to college and it'll be fine like live in that moment and just kind of and it's never too late also obviously yeah <laughs> you know that's so you know, cool. it's never too late so uh but also don't let it slip by you know I, I was close to not coming back as well you know so there's there was a chance that i would have just went the rest of my life without having that college career so if you get the chance to wrestle in college you know just uh really enjoy it and really just uh you know love it and that's awesome. Yeah. So wrestling is not only a physical sport, but like mentally, like isn't it so challenging? I mean, both aspects of it is, but. Oh yeah, I mean, because uh, between a weight cut, conditioning, you know, just uh, how physical and how hands-on everything is, because like it's a fight. It's a fight every time you step on the mat, uh, every time you practice, you know, all that. And so just between like being able to keep up your strength, speed, you know, conditioning and everything on top of trying to lose weight and get to the best spot you can be. I mean, it's really taxing on the mind, but it's just, uh, you know, uh, a lot of mental training. I, I do a lot of mental training and stuff like that. And then I just reassure myself, self-reassurance to tell me I'm doing these things for a purpose. So, uh, yeah, it's mentally taxing, but I mean, I, I'm loving it, you know. <laughs> I that is, this is a sport that I could never do, and I feel like you guys do not get the credit you deserve for how tough this sport actually is. Yeah, I mean, uh, wrestlers, we all know that this is pretty much a blue collar sport. You know, like this, it's not the sport that uh, you know most people go in and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go be a you know professional wrestler and I'm gonna make millions." Like, no, it's it's, it's hard to come by. You know, most people. If they're looking, if they're physically gifted, you know, they look to basketball, baseball, football, because those are the big money sports. But, uh, you know, wrestling is, it's tough and not everyone can do it. And I think that's the part that uh, uh, fulfills us the most is that we're some of the few people that can go out there and actually strap it on and get, get to it. That's such a cool mindset. Okay, so how do you think that going in the military and coming back to wrestle has benefited you in your career? I mean, it it just kind of gives me more uh, just enjoyment, you know, because like I was this, I was so close to not, you know, being back, you know, and so having the opportunity to be back as well as my maturity and my mindset behind that, uh, you know, uh, I'm able to interact with my coaches a lot better. I'm able to, I just have a maturity when it comes to school. I'm more physically mature than a lot yes. of freshmen are too, so <laughs> I think that's helped a little bit. But uh, I think just uh, you know having that mindset where like, hey, this used to not be an option, and now it is. Like, just really, I think that's the biggest thing. Is just like having this opportunity is just a dream come true almost. Soaking you know? up every minute of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, just to switch things up a little bit, this is the segment of the show where I'm going to ask JD some rapid fire questions. And you're just going to answer as fast as you can. All right. Okay. So your all-time favorite wrestler? Jordan Burroughs. Your least favorite conditioning workout? Running. Your biggest influencer in life? Uh, I'd say my dad and my grandpa. They both are. Your go-to hype song? Right now, it's uh, 
Isis by Joyner Lucas. If you didn't wrestle, what would you do? Oh, man. Uh, probably still be in the military. Do you think you would have came back to school? Uh, I was doing both at the same time, okay. so I would have probably still done my online schooling, well, just chipping away as I was in the military. But So glad you're doing this. So yeah. much more enjoyable. Um, if you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Uh, weigh whatever I want whenever I want. Uh, super strength and super speed, probably. Those are three wishes that are totally different than any other sport, and I love that. Um, <laughs> the hardest part about cutting weight? Oh, just the discipline that you have to have to do it and uh, you know the mental toughness part right because you know sometimes I might have to cut out some fluids so like if I'm thirsty like well that sucks I gotta make <laughs> weight you know so oh that's horrible okay and who would win you or your coach on a one-on-one wrestling match so right now he's beating me but that w- that won't happen very much longer <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll have to come back and find out if JD actually takes him down but well thank you so much for being on the show today I enjoyed talking to you and good luck the rest of your season awesome thank you that was JD Culp. When we come back, we'll take a look around UCM Athletics. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. From court to court and lane to lane under the lights or under the sun. No one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub. With exclusive highlights of every sport and live broadcasts of every Division II championship found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours. The home of Division II college sports. Time now for a look around UCM Athletics. Mules Wrestling, Connor Johnston, finished runner-up at the 157-pound freshman-sophomore bracket, leading the UCM Mules at the Grand View Open this past Saturday. The Mules will be back out on the mat Saturday, November 19th, at the Nebraska Kearney Yons Open in Kearney, Nebraska. Ginny Soccer wrapped up their season with a final record of 19-2-2. They beat SWOSU 5-0 last Friday, but unfortunately lost to Emporia State on Sunday, November 13th, 1-0. Ginny's Volleyball also finished up their season and ended with a 19-11 record and a loss to Pittsburgh State 3-0 in the MIAA Championship quarterfinals. Mules and Jenny's Cross Country run this Saturday, November 19th in Joplin, Missouri at the Tom Rutledge Cross Country Course starting at 10 a.m. for the NCAA Division II Regionals. Mules football finished their season with a 4-7 record, losing their last game of the season, 13-10 in Edmond, Oklahoma against Central Oklahoma. Mules basketball has had a tough start to the season, 
losing to Upper Iowa and East Central University this past weekend. Their next game is Thursday, November 17th against Central Methodist at 6 p.m. in the Multipurpose Building. Jenny's basketball, on the other hand, has had a great start to the season with a 3-0 record. They had wins against Northern State and MSU Moorhead last weekend. And this past Wednesday, they thumped Evagul University 102-49. Their next game is December 3rd at home against the Newman Jets. Tip-off is at 1 p.m. That's all the time for now. Thank you for tuning in to Sports Page with me, Corinne Benedict. Sports Page airs every Thursday and Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on UCM The Beat. And happy Thanksgiving. I'll catch you all next time. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.